0: Marky Worthington podcast all day All day Dream by night <laughs> Don't That's... buy me a drink Just give me ten bucks Oh dude you look sweet Yeah you got a big beard dude Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive Yeah right but... Trying out by a Big Tony <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of Me and my best friend Marky Worthington oh, Whatever it is <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 108 with first-time guest on the show, Annalie Cole. How you doing?
1: It's me. Hello, Marky.
0: <laughs> You're here. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so I've learned over the years of organizing podcasts that uh, comedians are some of the hardest people to organize for things. But you, however, were so organized... <laughs> That you were nearly here a week early how did you do that
1: i wouldn't say (laughs) that's an organizational bonus so much as just being illiterate and not being able to read your text messages
0: just put you on blast from the get-go yeah
1: i i kind of saw that coming um particularly when you messaged me today 15 minutes after we were supposed to get started being like "Ah, hey he's still coming and i was still playing grand theft auto
0: (laughs) oh which grand theft auto uh uh,
1: five um yeah uh Uh, I only play three video games. Okay. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yep. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. And Grand Theft Auto. Oh, cool. Um, that's all I play, um, to my husband's chagrin. But, um, it really put me (laughs) in the right mood to deal with Canberra drivers on a Sunday on the way here, I'll fucking tell you what. Oh, wow.
0: Have you heard that story about the dude that, um, rammed a cop off the road and blamed it on playing GTA for so long beforehand?
1: (sighs) Uh, no. So
0: when GTA 5 first came out, and all of a sudden the graphics were just like actually pretty good, yeah. Mm. Some someone completed that as a as a case.
1: Did uh, the big question is though? Did he win?
0: <laughs> we don't know <laughs> because <laughs> guess what? That's the first time I've thought about it since I read the hi- the headline. Oh, because shit. some one thing about um the way that I operate is mm. once I read something and process it. You're lucky if I read more than the headline and then I'll move on to the next thing. And then that sits in my memory bank and I'll call on it and then have no further information to, to add to it.
1: So realistically, you would never need to buy an online news subscription. You know how you get like, you, you find a Camera Times article, you click on the headline and it takes you to the headlo- the article and you've got just the headline and then the first two sentences. That was for you.
0: Um, I So two things one i didn't know that you had to pay because i've never needed more than the headline mm-hmm. um and sex so that's news to me and second of all um i would pay for a subscription service if it gave you less information than the non-subscription version <laughs> so if they just gave me the headlines with no first sentence i would pay for that i would actually pay for less information because i want less in i want more information in mm. less um words I even even my headlines are like joke. It's like the word economy. I just want the least amount of words in a headline that tell me what that thing is about.
1: So like Twitter, you want Twitter?
0: Um, well, no. Okay. <laughs> um, Expand on that. I want. I want. Yeah. I, I want. <laughs> I want Twitter if people in Australia actually had it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. Yeah. Right. If yeah. if Twitter and Facebook merge into something like we had like Facebook's user base but on mm. Twitter, then yeah, I'd go for it. And maybe if they could only share that as images instead of words, like combining a bit of Instagram in there. Mm-hmm. We just need one super fucking social media thing that's all the elements of, all the good elements of every one of them in one.
1: Well, why haven't you made it, Marky? This uh, is a million dollar <laughs> so, idea. I'm too
0: busy reading fucking headlines. <laughs> <laughs> trying to organize comedians <laughs> um it's funny like when i run because i've run four open mics a month now mm. um and the funniest thing is i actually thought of an invention based on um problems that i have around that so i was i get like so out of every lineup i usually book between uh 12 to 16 comedians on every bill right? um and out of that mm. I usually get at least two no-shows and at least five people leading up to the gig asking for a spot when they already have one because they've already booked it or... um Asking if they did ask for a spot already, when all they really needed to do was scroll up and see the last message where they did, you know, yes, read the last message. Yes. I'm sure you've read done that message. before, yeah. Yeah. Um, leading up to this, perhaps <laughs> completely foreign to <conceptly>, me. <laughs> yeah. <on. laughs> um. So. Um, I thought of an idea of like, and and because I know that my user base for this podcast is also our colleagues in the Canberra open mic scene. Yeah. I think a a cool invention is somewhere between how I do it and how a lot of rooms do it with a Google doc would be, instead of a Google form where Mm -hmm. you fill it out and submit it, it's just a Google calendar where you click on the event, Mm. apply for it, Mm. And you can only see the ones you've applied for, Mm. but the admin can see everyone's applications. So at any point in time, I can click on a date and see who's applied for it. Approve or decline their request. Mm. They get an email automatically saying, like, you've got a spot or you're on the reserve list. And then if they want to know what gigs are coming up, they look at the calendar and they want to see what gigs they have already applied for. They can go, oh, look, I already applied for this one. I don't need to do anything. All at the touch of a button.
1: That, that simply sounds like innovation at work.
0: Yeah, um, I'm the Steve Jobs of fucking comedy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're dead? <laughs>
0: uh, deadly funny. No, <laughs> I'm <this isn't>, uh, <laughs> not, not allowed to be part of that. That's actually officially not my brand. I can't be officially on Deadly Funny. I am not. don't meet the minimal requirement. Yeah. Um, I also don't meet the requirement for Raw either because, um, well, actually, i got one more. I've done two. Yep. One more. You've uh, you've done raw.
1: I did all three of mine way too uh, before uh, I was funny.
0: Oh, you're premature. Yeah,
1: poor. I, I, it never happens to me, but I um <laughs> I, shot, I shot my comedy load way too soon. <laughs> um, but it did mean um I got to hear Tom Ballard pr- pronounce my name Anelli um in oh, front of an audience. That was fun. wow. Um, yeah, no, I've done all three of them like an idiot. Um, but you know. that's all you got
0: um yeah I um I remember when you um when I thought you started in the scene and Mm -hmm. I was chatting to and I realized that you actually were in the scene previously and came back so Mm -hmm. it must have been pre when I started maybe when Mm -hmm. was your first open mic
1: Oh, I actually started in Sydney in like the early 2010s um, because, oh God, this is embarrassing to admit. I actually started doing um, (laughs) theatre sports was how I got into it. Uh, so I can yes with chick? the best of them. <laughs>
0: Doing theatre sports? So unheard of.
1: Uh, I was a virgin for a very long time, Marky. Um,
0: hey, we all know if you ride horses, you're not properly virgins mm, anymore.
1: Hyman got broken.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I did that with a tent. I
0: learned that from Dolly Doctor.
1: Do- oh, fuck. Dolly Doctor going listen i do want to circle back to open we will don't I, worry but um <laughs> i can i went to a private all-girls school right okay. in canberra yeah um and year 10 we all did work experience and but because i went to this rich private girls school <laughs> some girls got to go to dolly to Ooh. do their work experience and And they got sometimes those kids to write those questions in. Whoa. Like they just got the, they didn't write the advice. I want to be absolutely clear. (laughs) Um, the Dolly doctor wasn't a 15 year old girl called Brittany, but, um, the, they just I want that more than
0: some 48 year old chick called Margaret.
1: I don't think you do. I do.
0: I want to hear, like, I want to know that. I don't mm, want it mm. to be, I don't want her to be um, masking as Margaret. No. I want to hear a Dolly Doctor section, like the back section. Yeah. The front, okay, professional, we got We got, yeah. We got. got Margaret here sure. from HR fucking explaining this shit. And then we've got Brittany mm. from a fucking rich ass fucking private school mm. of all girls explained to me how she reckons things should be done
1: well i so i think you think it's going to be a lot more joyful than it is because what would it actually be like oh my god what is wrong with your body (laughs) ew (laughs) nobody has that (laughs) why does your vagina look like that (laughs) oh my god that's that's what they're like that's what i was like
0: basically first year comedian
1: Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um If so- it's not
0: on, it's not on. But um, <laughs> that's their advice, their official
1: advice. <laughs> that's what everyone ends with. If it's not on, it's not on.
0: The official Dolly Doctor says, if it's not on, it's not it's on. It's not on. Um, no, the, the official Dolly Doctor says, um, refer to Dolly Doctor if problems persist <laughs> some shit. Um, so... Open mic back yep. in Sydney. Let's let's take let's take the listeners, maybe even viewers, back in time three mm. minutes. Mm. Theatre sports.
1: Yep. It was. I I loved it. And listen, I it'd be it be disingenuous of me to to suggest it didn't give me any of the myriad of talents that I have now to talk <laughs> out my asshole. Um, (laughs) but it was, it was, it was fun every, I think it was Thursday, every Thursday, Manning Bar at Sydney university, we'd have, um, for an hour would be theater sports and we'd all just be up on stage going, I've got a dick. (laughs) Um, and the winner would get, um, well actually no, we'd all get a free drink, which was great. Um, there was a real nice culture about it though. Like people would come. There for the theatre sports, um, it was great, and there were a lot of uh, what they call Benox oh, in- yeah. involved in that.
0: And what is that like theatre sport groupies?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, no. The beanox <laughs> are the uh, there were though is the thing. Whoa, uh, <laughs> Beanock is a, a big name on campus. So oh, like right. you know when you when you start <laughs> you like oh my god that's that's him. <laughs> the guy who said the joke about his dick getting yeah. stuck in the fly fuck, yeah. he just came up with that off the top of Whoa. his head
0: they, they were the fucking like the um they were the jocks in that world
1: honestly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then we'd see the real jocks and be like oh fuck yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> back to reality back to
1: yeah <laughs> well they were all doing cocaine and skiing so you know
0: ah so they, they were um they were into wet and dry snow <laughs>
1: I assume, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you what cocaine looked like, Marky, I'm, I'm, I have no idea. (laughs) This is my first time hearing of it. But, um, we did theatre sports (laughs) for ages, um, and there was, there was a bit of crossover between that and people who did stand-up. Yeah. Um, and so one of my friends ran a room. The crossover
0: is mental illness.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The middle of the Venn diagram is bipolar. (laughs) Um,
0: it's bigger than that it's like nearly a circle yeah it is a circle
1: it's, <laughs> it's a circle that's yeah, what we're dealing it's, with um, it's, it's, it's a, more of a pie chart it's than a, a, yeah it's a yeah.
0: triangle trying to f- fit into a circle or whatever that fucking Casey Chambers song is I don't uh, know oh yeah. Fuck, no, no. no is it Casey Chambers? I don't know. Uh, no,
1: it's Missy Higgins. It's Missy Higgins. Fuck, she, she's coming to Canberra, man. I'm going to go see her later this year. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And so um, my friend was running a room and was just like, hey, you've been saying you want to do this. Give it a bloody go. Yep. And so I did.
0: Nice. Yeah, so that's how you got into it. Good stuff. And then, so you you did there for a little while and then you came back to um,
1: Canberra. Came
0: to Canberra. Oh, back to Canberra. So you went to Sydney for a bit and then came back? Or...
1: Yeah, I went to Sydney for uni, yeah. which was why I was doing university theatre sports, not yeah. because I'm a creep. Um, and, well, that would have been less the case then when I was the right age. Now, a 30-year-old doing university theatre sports is a bit weird. Anyway, that doesn't matter um yeah so i came back to canberra um because as previously mentioned mental illness um and so i came back and i um did a couple of rooms and then stopped and then came back yeah
0: yeah cool yeah good stuff i feel like um i feel like you're right with the theater sports shit Mm. like i sometimes regret not doing stuff when i was age appropriate to do them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i um sometimes i'm like like i i didn't really go through that like discovery fucking music festival clubbing phase when i was old enough to do it yeah and now i'm 30 Mm. turning 31 soon
1: congratulations oh fuck
0: yes it's been a hard year um (laughs) for a fucking 30 year old that looks like he's been 30 for at least five years at least thirty eight maybe um i um yeah, I've looked like a stepdad since I was twenty, <laughs> yeah, so i um and I've looked like I've had one since I was born uh, so
1: <laughs> came out the room saying yeah, real dad
0: <laughs> I came out of the room mad at someone that i didn't even met hadn't even met yet, um so yeah i do regret not like going out to like i went to a music festival for literally the first time at the end of last year shit um i've seen heaps of bands like Mm. at pubs and shit yeah but and like i think my first big gig was when i turned 19 Mm. um i went to lamb of god at um UC. Yeah. With um Black Dahlia Murder and In Flames. Mm, they classic. were like it was like a side wave from Soundwave. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um yeah.
0: so that was my first in twenty twelve, that was my first ever um big gig. And then I just went to gigs like regularly since then. But my first actual festival was Good Things last year.
1: Is good things listen, I've been out of the circuit for a while. <laughs> I, I, I retired I hung up my pingers ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> um <but> is <laughs> Good things a multi-day festival or just the one? No.
0: Uh it was just one. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. you
1: can't do the multi-days no. the first one in. Yeah, yeah. I don't You've think I'll
0: ever want to do a multi-day <laughs> okay. to be honest That's with sucks. you. Like I fucking hate camping when <laughs> there's not people puking on my tent. Mm. Yeah. 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 I I already w- well even when I was there I kind of like was able to um, like, fabricate what it would be like if this was day one. Like, I went into it consciously thinking imagine if this was a two day thing. Yeah. And already I can tell that would be fucked.
1: Does that mean you came in with a goon bag shoved down your pants that was meant for three days of <laughs> worth of consumption as well? The Duct tape the, the
0: difference is all of a sudden... The good thing about going now is I don't need to smuggle shit in. Like, mm. uh, like, if I went when I was younger, I'd be like, what the fuck, that's so expensive. But now as an adult, I'm just like, that's fucking expensive. Yeah, card, please.
1: All right, Richie Rich. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not paying $12 for, like, a... a Peas worth of wine i don't know what
0: y- that was yeah it's a thimble yeah. yeah
1: thimble thank you i couldn't think of anything small other yeah, than a, a little a piece worth p. is a lot a pea's worth
0: <laughs> yeah that's.
1: well i was going for p like so a so like, like, like yeah, not, oh, not a not a piss. oh
0: yeah like a like a post surgery yeah. p amount <laughs> <laughs> i remember once i broke my ankle playing ice hockey mm. and um I went and had surgery to have it like rebuilt Mm. Um, and when I got out i don't know what they gave me i think they gave me heaps of um fluids during Mm. the surgery um because i don't know what the issue was but there was a complication it ended up taking like an extra two hours but the thing is once it's successful they don't fucking tell you like what went wrong or whatever (laughs) like they were just like yeah you're good like because like i i was expecting to be out like around like it was like a afternoon thing I, i it was like a I think it was like a four till six sort of deal, right? Um, Doesn't mean that they didn't tell me to come in at seven am and couldn't eat until the surgery. So I sat in a waiting room with a broken ankle from fucking um, four a uh, from uh, from six thirty am until. 4pm that Mm. night because they forgot that i was there and put me in the afternoon one so oh (laughs) like i was to the point where everyone that was there when i got Mm. there had been and gone (sighs) and i was still
1: there wait did they have you in the gown at that point or were you in the gown (laughs) bare? just Just with
0: the fucking gown on (laughs) with a hairnet (laughs) just a fucking hand again yeah. reading a goosebumps book because oh. that's the only literature that i brought with me
1: did you get the whole way through the book
0: it took me a while it's up to chapter three um i'm pretty <laughs> fucking bad at reading have um, you
1: finished it yet Is no still i'm still yeah i'm
0: still on the go yeah, right. um, welcome to dead house it's the first one there's a uh, 120 pages i'm about a hundred i'm about 80 pages in oh
1: 80 page. all yeah.
0: right so so far he's yeah. a new uh, i don't know if you've heard of this concept uh, kid just moved to a new house, mm, mm-hmm, new town, mm-hmm. new house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rumours, okay, mm-hmm. that there's haunted. Yep. I don't know if they continue this theme through the whole Goosebumps <laughs> series. <laughs> um, his parents don't believe him when uh-huh. he says that he sees things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the cliffhanger that I'm on at the moment. And I've sort of been edging with that book for the best part of 10 years. Um, yeah yep. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually concerned that... Um, if I finish it, I will feel less, like I have something to live for. So I feel like every year I should just read like a couple of pages mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then, yeah, you know, and I and I have that thing where for a hyper focus for a little while, mm-hmm. um, collecting Goosebumps was one of them. So I know that I'm not even finished the first book and I have 62 books, the entire first series in the shed in a box waiting for when I finish.
1: So you didn't even read these as a child. This was something you pursued as a fully as a, grown adult.
0: Uh, I liked them as a child, but okay. I have had to develop my reading skills to the point where I can read a <laughs> pre-teen's um, book, and now I finally have them, and I'm too scared to mm-hmm. actually start reading them, because mm. uh, it, then it'll feel like that I, you know, don't have something to look forward to.
1: Well, you've got 62 of them. I mean, you can kind of keep going through them. It would be the last one, surely. Yeah. That would be really, well, I tell you what, it.
0: that I wish that that was the truth, but I actually have not got 62 of them. Oh I have actually, in the pursuit to get the first 62, I had to buy a lot of bulk lots. And <sighs> it turns out I have two complete series. So I have like, uh, yeah, 124 of the original series and there's a lot of doubles in there I have an additional hundred that... did you
1: buy these from costco what what necessitated you buying I them in no bulk i have no fucking
0: idea <laughs> um i actually ended up there were some people that were selling like 20 on ebay and there was one in there i needed so i just bought the whole lot. right right um, so you yeah, now I have two complete series of goosebumps actually i'm going to put a f- oh, fuck i don't know if i still have it i do have or oh, had a photo of me,
1: mm.
0: with two complete series like a throne. Yeah, sitting I was yeah. standing next to them, and all of the other random ones that are like doubles around me. Yeah, like yeah, some yeah. sort of goosebumps king. <laughs> and um,
1: truly, you are R.L. Sterling. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I-, I asked him if he wanted to be on my podcast, and he said no, thank you, which is worse than not replying. Um, However, I did get twice on my podcast, Tim Jacobus, the artist from the book.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I had him um, on the no podcast. No way. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. He um, was on the podcast. He's done two episodes and he's already said he wants to do a third. <laughs> so
1: crazy <laughs> yeah there we go is, is that the most famous person you've had on the pod uh
0: i've had um doug stanhope on here who's mm. a um pretty big comedian like like a, a big underground comedian Mm-mm. he's probably my biggest guest yeah um but i have um had some pretty cool like australian comedians i had um um, I had um, Tom Ballard yep. on, which was cool. And wow. uh, Dan Muggleton was one of my early ones. Yep. And Dane Simpson, within the first few episodes, came came and did it. So.
1: Fuck, you mentioned Muggleton. I got a story.
0: Oh, I got oh, a shit.
1: story. Hey, it's fucking time.
0: Come on, grab your friends. We're all... I already forgot this Okay. <laughs> yeah. The fun will never end. It's story time. There we go.
1: Um. So I think... The worst day in comedy I ever, ever had in my entire life. I had two gigs lined up. The first one was at Sydney Uni during the day. Um, we had a room running for a little bit that my friend was doing. And, um, then I had, um, an open mic that was happening later. The reason why Muggleton ticked that was because it was, they, he and Sam Kettler had a room called Mug and Kettle. It was in Glebe, really nice and close. Um, yep. so it was, a, it was there, um, And I was particularly unwell at that time. And so we get to, um, I got to the gig, the gig at, um, at Sydney Uni Mm -hmm. and they had a boxing match happening in the bar uh, later that night. And so they'd already set up the ring in front of the stage. Wow! And so they're like, oh, you, you know, we're just, just do it in the, in the boxing ring and immediately brings, like, we're already doing comedy in the daytime, right? Uh, comedy dies in sunlight, which is why the curtains are closed, I imagine, in here. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 no other <of a> reason. <laughs> um, anyway, and then um, the gig starts <laughs> and um, we got the MC out the front is uh, getting the crowd warmed up. I'm about to go on and my the front of my bra... Just pops open just before I'm about to go on stage. Oh, you were
0: in a paternity bra? No! Wait, paternity? Yeah, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm a paternity. Hashtag
1: dads too. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It just it, the bra just gave up. Um, Titties too far. Gave
0: in. Yeah. It's
1: <laughs> like <laughs> so, all right. Gave out. <laughs> so my I had to go on stage just kind of like holding. You wait till
0: Dolly Doctor hears about <laughs> this. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, you got your bra from Kmart. Is
0: it weird that one of my tits is bigger than the other two?
1: Yes! <laughs> um, so I had to do that with that. And, um, I couldn't go home and get a bra. So the rest of the day, I'm walking around, and I was just like, fuck. Um, just got these loose titties running around. And then I'm at the open mic at, um, in Glebe, and um, I've been feeling really unwell and a little bit dizzy and, um, my name's called, and I march down to the front, and I get my microphone, and I am starting to fucking bomb. Whoa. I'm not doing well You can well feel it coming all.
0: on sometimes, hey? Yeah, like, well, yeah.
1: well, and also my jokes weren't good. Yeah. Um, and I was like... My
0: titties, however.
1: <laughs> Fuego. Uh, two thumbs <laughs> up. T-
0: tit-to-joke <laughs> ratio was fucking way on one side.
1: <laughs> Usually is for me. Um... And my vision starts to go blurry and I'm just like, oh no, oh, no. oh shit, I'm bombing so hard I'm going to pass out with my tits out. And so like, I just <laughs> hit the ground and the worst part about having a medical emergency when you are doing comedy is everyone fucking thinks it's a bit. So oh. I'm lying down, and there's just like, oh, it's a bit avant garde. What are you going to do next? What's the punchline? <laughs> I refuse to get up. I refuse to get up. You until were waiting call- for
0: Sonda, yes, and you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, anyway, so I passed out on the ground and there's no actual conclusion to this. other than Was it in wine. a ring,
0: like a boxing ring? No. Okay. So
1: this was, it was above, I think it was like a wine bar it used to be. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was like a regular comedy, but like yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just fainted. I bombed Whoa. so hard Whoa. that I passed out.
0: That's fucking wild.
1: Yeah, and no gig has ever been as horrible as that.
0: You got it out of the way.
1: Yeah, I did it. Yeah, Yeah. it was really early on in my career. And the fun, I was telling, um, I did a gig with Muggleton um, in Canberra um, last year, I think it was, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, I'm the chick who passed out. Like, and he was like, I don't actually remember that, but I was on the bill with Jeffrey Charles. who was like, shit, I was doing that room yeah, as well. Yes. So like. Yeah,
0: Jeff's a mug and kettle guy yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. 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 So he remembers the time I passed out with my tits out. So, oh, you know. Oh
0: fuck. Yeah. And Muggleton spoke about mug and kettle on the podcast, but mm. he, he didn't mentioned the chick that passed out so i can definitely um vouch that he doesn't remember that yeah because that is a great podcast story if he did remember it he would have said it um
1: snaked the story from your muggleton (laughs) yeah
0: exactly see it's it's only taken an extra fucking whatever 50 episodes but we (laughs) finally got the second half of the story um yeah that that there you go that's we got it story time we did it um i
1: got stories
0: I actually have a dolly doctor story. Go on. So, my first ever girlfriend in high school, mm-hmm. um, like, un- unlike you, we dated our people from high school because we weren't in a fucking, like, all girls or whatever. I went thing. to
1: boarding school. Ah, uh, right. Boarding school.
0: Yeah, it's like Harry Potter, but sexual. Um,
1: <laughs> I wish. <yeah>. Anyway, can- <laughs>
0: yeah. Water boarding school for the Kingsters. Um <laughs> 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 what, what? I don't know why that came to my mind. I think I just said like sexual boarding school and I went, there's something between those two.
1: Hang on, I gotta find the joke, I gotta It's J- torture.
0: Jokes are my crack, I can just like I can sense someone's got it. <laughs>
1: um yeah your your first girlfriend
0: um used to read dolly doctor but um she had um she was the one that used to buy it but she would then give it to her friends after right um but because we were dating before it went from her to her friends at lunchtime me and my buddies would sit around i would be sitting with her and you know the group thing there's like 10 people (laughs) all Mm -hmm. in a group and by the end of high school you either hate or have banged one of them at any point in time um and um we were um going through it and i was just like these fucking questions sound fake some of them sound fake right Mm -hmm. um and then it was like when they first started taking like um they had like a wet like on their website you could submit shit on their site like most of them were write-ins, but mm. they were like, oh, you can try this newfangled thing called the internet and send it to us. It was
1: brand new back then.
0: So at this point in time, the Department of Education didn't block el- every website. <laughs> in fact, my um, English teacher, um, even if it was blocked, um, at the start of the year, the way the school set it up is, your username was just your first dot last name and yep. your password was your last name. Yep. And we had an English teacher Mm. that was away on holidays. Mm. So the first day everyone came back, they're like, which teachers aren't here? Uh Let's get into their shit and reset them because the teachers had no restrictions on their account. Mm. So we just used to change the password every day and just keep them guessing. And for the first few weeks, we had an account with unlimited access, which was a teacher's account. Mm. Um,
1: Uh
0: So we go in there. We, this wasn't blocked, but we had that teacher's account in case it was. But mm. luckily, it wasn't blocked. We get in there, we fucking go onto the website, mm. and between me and like three other dudes and and like some degenerate chick in the in the in the group that wasn't my missus for once, um, wrote this fucking masterpiece of a Dolly Doctor question. Mm-hmm. I remember it pretty much off the top of my head, so I'll uh, convey it to you Please. and the listeners. Yes. Hey Dolly Doctor, I'm a bit sexually confused at the moment. I went to my friend's place for a sleepover and her parents were going to a dinner party and left us alone at the house because we're 16 now so they let us stay Mm. there. We decided to to get in the spa. After the spa, I felt this weird attraction to my friend. We started kissing. And then we got into the shower and made out some more. Well, we stayed in the same bed and spent all night with each other. Is this normal? <clears throat> Fucking actually made it into the Dolly Doctor.
1: Oh no! Brittany thought she was actually helping somebody. Uh...
0: Fucking <laughs> yes, like literally. It took like a little while, but every month, every every however long it came out, every <sighs> month yeah we should get it is it in there is it in there because it the reason i keep pandemining this yeah is because there was a section if you remember sealed section. it was sealed
1: yeah that's so why that's the me
0: ripping the fucking seal off to check if our fucking shit made it in yeah. it. yeah it did dolly doctor says mm-hmm. at your age it's completely normal to explore your sexuality i think that it's a good idea to have a chat to your friend and see if they feel the same way and it might be a good discovery process for both of you.
1: That's so lovely. Marky, I'm really glad you were able to get so, that advice at that. So, any age.
0: chicks out there that read that shit, you fucking, you're welcome. If you are now sexually awoken because of Dolly Doctor, it was all fake, it was me and a bunch of my fucking mates and some chick called Stacey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I imagine that the Dolly Doctor is listening to this podcast and is now crying because yeah. she genuinely it's thought...
0: Actually, Dolly pardon. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, well, well. It's <laughs> Chris Martin's character. Ma, ma, ma.
1: There, there was nothing more unhinged than Cosmos sealed yeah, sections. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I, um, I learned about sex largely through. Um, <clears throat> Cosmo sealed section because that was like
0: for more like tweens, wasn't it? It
1: was so Cosmo was meant to be for twenty year olds, yeah. And yeah. so of course we had our hands on a couple of them. Cooking.
0: That was your porno mags,
1: yeah. Those were that was my. Honestly, sometimes they did have like excerpts mm. from like steamy romance yeah, oh. novels. So uh, like genuinely, Fifty
0: Shades of Cosmo,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all cranberry flavored. Um, <laughs>
0: Fifty Shades of. Um, Concealer. There we go. I don't know. I'm trying to think of Cosmo. Yeah. yeah. What, what? Okay, do, that died. That's the bitch's life. Yeah, yeah. You like concealer, don't you?
1: But like, <laughs> as an adult, you look at it now and it's like, oh, I want to spice something up in the bedroom. Yeah. Like, how can I, like, or just like tips for blowjobs. And it's always like, well, maybe you want to get in a feather there <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and uh,
1: drag it along his balls. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh,
0: a, What the fuck? It's such, it's so true. Like, some of those tips, you're just like, from a guy's perspective, you're just like, oh, no. No. Like, what the fuck?
1: Well, Marky, when you're done with the feather, what you're going to want to do is you're going to take him in your mouth and the whole way in and then just fucking bite down. Just chomp in on there. <laughs> just just let him know he's alive, you know? Let
0: him know that you're still the fucking wearing the pants in the relationship. Um, yeah, that that's called a prison gobby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, fuck. Um, so... Uh, there's something similar to, to that in. Um, uh, remember, um, eventually we moved on to Cosmo yeah. Um, because yeah, Dolly Doctor just like anything wasn't cutting it anymore. No, you know, had to up the ante. Got to
1: get the hardest. Um,
0: off. the fucking yeah, we we were like, uh, you know, it's more of a gateway. Yeah, It's, it's a ga- gateway advice magazine.
1: Yeah, you can't get addicted to Dolly and. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So. um oh yeah and and you can't like if you start on dolly you got to stick on it all night because if you go over to cosmo it'll fucking um you'll uh, like you know the saying is like dolly before cosmo you're on your ass yeah Uh, (laughs) um yeah yeah so um i remember the girlfriend at the time was like real reading this shit Mm. and uh one of them was like oh yeah um if if like for for a summer treat Mm -hmm." Put an ice cube in your mouth before you blow your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Solid. But when it, like, gets small, keep it in your mouth with it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm thinking to myself, do you know what cold does to dicks? (laughs) At what point in time did anyone ever think that it was a good idea?
1: I was so worried you were going to say they were going to be, and then... Take the tiny little cube (laughs) and try and shove it up his dick off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're using your tongue only. (laughs) Just boop.
0: (laughs) We call that the, whatever, the the ice cube cannon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just the tip. Oh, God. So,
0: do you know um, what that probably equated to? I reckon that equated to a lot of just melted mm. sad moments melting moments melt yeah. there was a lot of melting, melting moments, moments involved yeah. there but yeah so that was the dolly doctor onto cosmo but yeah. eventually i think it sort of became a little bit repetitive like we pretty much were like yeah we got it we got it sorted um, <laughs> i know
1: we- how to do yeah, sex yeah now. yeah thanks what else can you teach me <laughs> yeah.
0: thanks margaret from <laughs> hr you fucking sorted me out i've graduated yeah um What, um, what was I going to, um, oh yeah, I do have a callback thing that I want to use for the plugs, um, towards the end, but I do have a, um, we'll do plugs at the end, but there is actually a tie-in with Tim Jacobus, um. He donated some artwork mm. for um a charity bowling event that I've got
1: coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So um it was cool. That's why he was on the show multiple times because mm. he was like we got it talking. Mm. And it turns out not just bowling, uh not just art, but he also has done like a bunch of other crazy shit. Mm. So it was cool to like learn more about the artists mm. like stuff that they do. Um so he's just like and this is the funniest way it happened. At the end of the first interview I did with him, mm. he goes Oh, um, um, I love talking about goosebumps, but like, if you wanted some stories, I could tell you about the time I backpacked around America when I was younger Mm
1: -hmm. and I was like,
0: "Whoa, okay, well, that's a pretty cool way to just like end the podcast and give a teaser. Mm -hmm. And then I emailed him like 12 months later. I was like, Hey, do you want to be back on the show again? Talk about backpacking around America. And Mm. he goes, yeah, sure. Comes back, does the show at the end of the episode. I'm just like, well, that's all. We've got time for. Thanks very much. It was good to chat to you. Thinking that was going to be like like I've got two. That's that's good. Mm. It's just like, oh, the shame, you know, running have run out of time. I th- didn't get a chance to tell you about the time I got arrested. And I was just like coming next year for th- part <laughs> 3 of the episode. So, yeah, pretty funny. But um you, you talk about mental health on stage. Yeah. Do you um do you find that like I find in the comedy community it seems to be pretty fucking dense population of people either in the spectrum or, you know, suffering from mental health issues and shit like that. What do you, did you find the same as well? Do you reckon that like, um, Okay, there's two parts to this. Yeah. One is it's a high perc- it seems to be a high percentage, mm. but also it seems to be the highest percentage of people that I click with. So I <laughs> realised that, like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I found my people.
1: Mm, Do mm. you
0: find that you get on better with, like, um, people that are more out there and, like, more theatre and, and comedy st- type people?
1: Sometimes, mostly. Um, I think. Yes, I love I, everyone who um I've met, who does comedy, like wonderful people, and I enjoy hearing their stories. Like we've got so many people of so many different like backgrounds and stages of life. Um, but also, we are exhausting as humans. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone is if you get if you get them all in a mood where everyone is on, yeah, it's just it's a lot. Um, and I can get extroverted out, um, by all of us, um, which is fine and good. And it's just what we do, but also sometimes having a conversation with another comedian can be one of the hardest things in the world because while people are very gregarious and out there on stage... I don't think any of us know how to hold an actual conversation. <laughs> like, 90% of the conversations I have are, Oh, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Oh, I'm gonna go to the toilet now? <laughs> <Yeah. and> <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to hide.
0: But, like, the thing is, the best thing about it, and, like, the last fucking 40 minutes is anything to attest the fact that we can't hold a fucking conversation. <laughs> um, but... So I was going to check the time. It's 40 minutes and they're mm. like, what the fuck did you cut out? Um, two <laughs> minutes of fucking trash talk about your ex. Um, so, um, so the good thing I've noticed though, mm. is like sometimes when I'm talking to like, um, like people at work or whatever, I mm. need to keep it super light. Like I have to mask pretty fucking hard. Um, to just be like, oh yeah, so what'd you do? Oh, I just, you know, went home and watched Master Chef, and that <laughs> was my night. And I'm just like, oh yeah, cool, that sounds like an interesting night. But inside, I'm just going like, you boring bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't do that, right?
1: No, you um, get fired. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and have been. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I actually have never been fired officially. Well, that um, must be nice. Yeah, I'll jump before you pushed. <laughs> 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 but um, but I um find that with comedy it's a good release for me because i can literally walk up to someone and start a conversation at the same level as them like i don't feel like i need to build to it like we're both comedians or we're both like you know uh, even people that are new to comedy tend to have even if you just have that desire to get on stage and do comedy there's like something a little bit more like um like you're a bit more of like a outgoing person, at Mm. least in that part of your life, you might go on stage Mm. and come home and just be like, all right, now I don't want anyone to talk to me, which I do as well. Yes. Um, But I find that like, I don't need to warm up to have a conversation. Like you said, I I, I don't have small talk. I can literally just walk up to someone and just be like, wait, did you see that video of the dude? Like, Mm. have you seen, actually side note, have you seen, I'll see if I can pull it up um, to show you later. Mm. um but there's a video of this guy trying to do crowd work Mm. and he's like focused on the audience member and he's kind of pacing he's pretty like he's not like a big comedian Mm. and he's so focused he fucking falls off like he steps out and he just like there's no stage there so, but he's trying to be all cool and shit so mm. he's like oh so where are you from and just fucking axes it and the thing is i can just like if that's a viral video at the time i can just walk into a green room mm. and be like fuck how are you going oh dude, did you see that fucking video yeah and i don't need to be like oh so like how's the wife how's the kids yeah. how's this how's the how's the the, the husband whatever mm. i don't need to do that i no. feel like we can just sort of come in like pretty fucking
1: hot yeah immediately start yeah get into the content real good and quick yeah for yeah. sure like yeah there's yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think that, what the fuck just happened? There? I don't
1: know. I <laughs> <got> just <laughs>
0: fucking, literally sounded like the electricity, like fucking short circuiting.
1: Is thing- this
0: actually you, or are you still sitting? <laughs> is Annalie Cole still sitting at home playing fucking Grand Theft Auto Five? And you've sent a clone of you in to cover this?
1: Uh, if I had that technology, <laughs> I would never do anything. You
0: would never. have I to wouldn't
1: do have left. Uh, no, that was me internally analysing everything that I've said thus far on the podcast <laughs> being like now what is this stuff is going to get me cancelled and all people won't talk to me ever again <laughs> the answer is probably nothing yeah, probably. unless someone I went to school with who's also called Brittany was like what the fuck
0: <laughs> yeah, where the fuck is? Uh, Brittany, please subscribe. Um, I pro- <laughs> can really do with the listeners. I'll see if I can pull up that video and we'll close on that. Yeah, yeah it's hot as fuck group. in here. We're going to wrap it up soon. So. It is.
1: It's hot as balls.
0: Yeah, it's not as bad as when I, I did this podcast with um, Cameron last year in here. Yeah. And we did it in like the first week of January. Mm. And obviously for the sound and stuff, I have to shut the door for Yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I did a, like a, um, time-lapse mm. and you can just watch us slowly. We're like a house plant that hadn't been <laughs> watered over four days. And that's just what we look just like within building. an hour. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into this video as the closing bit and we'll do plugs. So I'll, uh, get the video up on the screen now for the, um, video watches and uh you'll be able to hear the audience uh you if you listen to the audio only you'll just be able to hear the video but you get the idea
1: i know i know how videos work (laughs) i've been having a lot of sexual escapades you know like having little adventures with some freaky chicago girls and i've come to the realization i've been talking to one that i don't think pegging is necessarily that (laughs)
0: never be funnier than that it'll never be funnier than that
1: what a line to end on as well <laughs> <Like>. oh fuck
0: <laughs> that joke oh. was never gonna be better than that no. fuck in fall off oh. like holy fuck <sighs> Yeah. And and it's so funny that he fucking ragged on Chicago girls for a second. Like, just nearly like Chicago girls just fucking, like, put some hex mm. on him as mm. soon as he said he's that. He's like,
1: this bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. going down.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah, so that, uh, that is so fucking funny. And it's such a, f- like you said, such a funny bit mm. to fucking fall off the stage <laughs> to. oh oh my god and the dude like for the audio only listeners white dude kind of a mullet looking thing but not really it's like the jerry Mm. seinfeld style mullet yeah it's like curly if his hair was straight it would look more like a mullet because it's curly it's up tighter and it's Mm, hard to mm. tell
1: it was also the, the weird stubble he had going on <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, just... The shoulders were up. He was already, like, kind of not sure about that joke, I think. Mm, you ever mm. go into a bit and you're not sure? if Like, the audience can tell you're not sure about it. Yeah. And then they sense your fear and, like, mimic it.
1: Audiences can smell the fear coming off you a mile away, which is great because I have anxiety. Yeah. Like, they're just always like,
0: this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She
1: knows I'm judging her.
0: What an idiot. <laughs> (laughs) um all right let's do uh let's do plugs you got a show in the canberra comedy festival
1: i do i am on a triple bill called 30 somethings it is myself jeffrey charles and dylan holmes we are on the 17th of march don't ask me what time it is but it's a sunday we're at the um canberra courtyard theater um tickets are selling fast you can get them on the website for the canberra theater um please come it'll be delightful (laughs) and you'll laugh
0: it'll be delightful
1: yeah well that's his username <laughs> <on>. <laughs> that's his handle
0: um yeah you can um see if you look at the video version of this i'm going to put up a handcrafted poster that dylan holmes made for this including the uh barnaby Joyce falling <laughs> off the potting uh the planter box location in braddon
1: (laughs) he he shared that with us last night in our group chat and jeff and i were like great and posted it to socials and then he was like it's not done yet and i don't know what wizardry he was gonna keep doing i don't know what uh,
0: what else that needed (laughs) no
1: it was perfect (laughs) but he's gonna do some more so keep an eye out Yeah,
0: yeah keep an eye out for that um i do have a plug i'm actually gonna i've got um a thing i'm gonna uh part of the The gig i'll show you it's Mm -hmm, in the cupboard mm -hmm. just one second definitely something i should have prepared earlier but here it is this is sick the artworks donated by tim jacobus signed that you can win at the um charity bowling game that i'm running um it's these are the
1: iconic ones as well i remember these bottom two
0: yeah so he signed these and sent them to me um after the podcast it's going to be actually on the 4th of march which is a monday so hopefully the bowling alley will be quite quiet and a bunch of people can come along the reason i chose that date is one it doesn't clash with a lot of shit two bowling's pretty quick and three It's actually the 30-year anniversary of John Candy's death, which is the inspiration for the bowling thing because in the movie Uncle Buck, he plays bowling with the kids Mm. um, and the money goes to Make-A-Wish Foundation.
1: Awesome. Which is
0: John Candy's favourite charity. Yeah. Oh, there's another um, famous guest. I had John Candy's son, Chris Candy, on the show. No
1: way. Yeah. Is he nice? He seems like he's He's
0: in acting as well, yeah. So it was really cool. He dialed in from LA. So... Um, thanks everyone for listening um, go and say Annalie come to bowling and um, you'll have some fun cheers
1: bye thanks for having me
0: me a drink just name names some yeah, some yeah right you got a big beard dude shame for shit all day <laughs> me and my best friend Marky Worthington <laughs> <laughs> keep it simple. count money. they're not proud just give me dude. 10 bucks
1: hey right click did you hang up no I just said click